So welcome to another video from theplayersaid.com. My name's Alexander. And I'm Grant. And today we're taking a look, finally, uh, at Heroes of Normandy. That's right. That's all it's called. Big Red One Edition. It says Heroes of World War II on the top. And so I was like, is yeah, it yeah, Heroes yeah. of World War II? No. So Heroes of Normandy, specifically the Big Red One Edition. Yeah. Uh, so this is the Heroes system by Devil Pig Games. Mm -hmm. A French publisher. And this is a system or a series or a line of games that's been out for a while. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say Big Red One was maybe four or five years ago. And then since they've done Stalingrad, mm -hmm. I think they've done a Cthulhu yes. one as a Lark probably. And then they most recently did a Pacific Kickstarter that we backed. Yes. That will probably be fulfilled early next year. Well, and I, we got this, which this is the kind of base game, as part of the Battle, Battle of Khan. Yep. Which uh, was a kind of a second, expan or an expansion. Yeah. I have a whole bunch of other boxes at home. We just did the base Big Red One edition first. Yes. With the Bloody Omaha Battle Pack. In fact, we played two scenarios. Yes. One to learn it, and then one that was a little more difficult and involved. <laughs> so, so wanted to just kind of start there. You will probably see more of this on this channel over the yeah. course of time as we play it more and yeah, as we, we experience definitely... more of the expansions yep. or the Pacific one. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, we played a learning game of just the base game. Yep. Um, so this is a, well, we played it two player. I think it has a uh, larger uh, some team modes and stuff. That I'm not sure about, do, but probably. If you have some of the biggest sets, I would imagine. There's mm, two. There's two. Eh, maybe only two. You could, you could. Potentially. You could figure I, that out I, somehow. If you remember the Bloody Omaha, one of the scenarios we did, it was huge. I had three yeah. or four landing craft with five or six you units could, per. You could figure it out. Yeah. But, uh, so it's a two player tactical game. I have heard this referred to as like a miniatures game in a box. I would agree with that. Because this has, like, it has all these historical scenarios. However, this has, like, you can do totally free builds mm -hmm. and has build points and army listing well, and, if and, you want. And they're not plastic miniatures. They are flat cardboard yes. uh, formations that represent a, a, like a, like a, a tank or a little or a squad vehicle, yeah. or a rifle crew. And actually, it's very well done. Extremely. It, it works well. Um, the boards work well. They're they're not hexagons. They're squares. Yes. With, with terrain and different symbols um, imposed on them. Some of them mean different things. Like and, and then there's like a billion tiles that you can put on yeah. those as well. So a board is literally just like a big cardboard piece with squares on it. And, and they're dual-sided. Nice but then you'll see like the hedges and the bushes have borders around them that define these are the hedgerows. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of symbols that say if you're attacking from this direction, there is a penalty because like you're shooting into cover. Degrading fire or, 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 or cover. Or yeah. like uh, vehicles can't drive over this. Right. Or they can, but they must like stop kind of a thing. Here, no one can cross from this hex or this square yeah. to this square through the hedge. That's impassable. And so you get all of the kind of reasonable amount of detail that you would want in a tactical game mm -hmm. while still being very light. Yeah. Uh, it was not particularly complex to learn. No. Uh, there's lots of like different symbols and stuff. So once you learn that, it's kind of got it all down. 
but uh, I was happily surprised at how quick playing it was. Well, and, and, and not just quick playing, but it, 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 was, it was fun. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was an interesting squad-level tactical game. There, there's some really cool mechanics, right? You have cards that are, they're like, I, I want to call them like boosters, right? Yes. You, you can add to attacks, you can move again or move an additional space. So they're not necessarily your activation cards, but they're kind of, when you activate a unit or a squad, you can play a card on them to, to do something yeah, do a little a, more. Which you can never predict that from someone else, so you can never right. perfectly plan. Well, and, and the cards, I think, are, are fairly random, so it's not like you have the yeah. same set of cards you're drawing from a deck. I think the really cool thing that they do that I really enjoyed was the activation mechanic. Agreed. So based on the size of your armies, you're going to have blocks, and they're little, they're wooden blocks, that have your symbol. So I was the Americans, you were the... I was the Germans. Was I the Germans or you were the... I, anyway. I was the Germans. You were the Germans, I was the Americans. So I had four blocks that had one, two, three, four on them. And then a bluff one. And then one we had a well. bluff one, yeah. like a, a nothing. And at the beginning of the turn, the first player would put their number one somewhere out on the board on a unit. Well, you'd put, you'd put some number... Right, it could and be so number four. You'd, you'd put yep. all these out back and forth, yep. which is like giving them orders. Yeah, but you don't, as the enemy, the opponent, you don't know what numbers they're putting out or what order. That That's what I was yeah, trying to describe. Yeah, you can see who's got, and then when you get into the game, yep. you then, you then have to peel them, them off numerically. Number one, though. two, three, and four, and it, you know, it creates some fog of war, right? I don't know which units for you are going to act first. I don't know which of mine are going to necessarily go first compared to yours. I, I know my order. Yes. Uh, but then that bluff one also is is very cool because it can create, and that, that one can be pulled last. And those, the amount of blocks you have is like based on all of the command ratings. I think it's like the stars Something that like you that, have. Something like that, yeah. So in some bigger games or games you where you have, have six really or eight. Commanders, yeah, you can get into like really large yeah. amounts of those. Or... If your commanders die, uh, you lose you've those. Got like three to get out, and you're like, oh no. But I, I thought that that activation mechanic was, that was very really well fun. done. I thought it was, you know, created that fog of war, that uncertainty. And to me, that's one of the great things about tactical games is I, I just don't know exactly what's going to happen. Battles never necessarily go according to plan or even no, what, gosh, the way no. you think they're going to happen. But, you know, that activation system was very cool. Other than that, Units, when they're activated, can do, you know, you can do a move. You can do a move and shoot. You can do a... You can do a shoot. A, a shoot. You can I do mean, some special th action. There's any number of things that you can do, and it just, you're trying to reach certain objectives. I, I know the first scenario we played, it was not kill people. Now, killing people is, is, is a good thing because then you stop them from being able to advance. But it was advancing upon a certain yeah, you, four or five squares. You had, to, you had to be there, and no one else can be around right. it. Very typical of miniatures games, yeah. and also like tactical games. So to show you, you know, I think our first game lasted like I want to say two rounds, or yeah, maybe a two, because yes, I got a special card that allowed me to add. I think it was two movement. To one of oh, my guys. You, get, you got an extra activation on the guy or who something. activated. Maybe that's what it was. And so I was thinking, sweet, I've got a, 
I'm, it's going to be hairy, but I've got another turn because he can't get right. specifically into the space that he needed to. But I played that card that allowed me to move again, and that got me into position. And then I couldn't get you out. Yeah. Which, you know, that, that's a game, it's, right? It's that, the that's gaminess a gaminess of, it. of, it's of not, a tactical system. And I don't think a game that looks like this is pretending to be the most serious and sure. hardcore of games. I believe that this game meets its thesis. Well, it's it, trying it, to just like be light a fun and fun game. Yeah, but but also somewhat historically correct. Yeah. And I I will say this: the caricatures here are the artwork's fantastic. Fantastic. They're very common of what you would think of American GIs with a big cigar and they'd rip their sleeves and, off. And look and, at the baddies on the side of the box. Yeah. That's the most evil guy you've ever seen. I mean, you, you know you're the baddie when you got the death head well, skull. And uh, look at this guy that's definitely not, not against IP law. Yeah, right. But so, look at this. Uh, 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 come on, man. <laughs> it's pulpy, it's fast playing, and it's fun. Yeah. There's a couple issues that I have with this game. Yeah. Um, one is, is that if you don't have the storage system, good luck to you. Yeah. The, this company makes like this storage tray system. But it was a lot of money. Yes. In addition. You have to figure out a way to store this. Yeah. Because once you punch it all, you can't unpunch it. Well, and and there's a ton and, in the box. And you've got to keep it organized because units are specifically assigned to certain formations and then types of units are assigned to formations. Yeah. So you, you, in order to be able to readily set the game up, You've got to have those well organized, either in individual bags by formation. I'm a little worried about that, right? Yes. I've still got some of it set up at my house under my table. We brought this over to shoot the video. I, I got to go back and, and figure out how to get it did organized. Did we do the storage system for the Pacific? I did. Oh, I went ahead and spent the, the extra money because I was like, okay. <laughs> we I, we I, oopsed on this one. Because I want to be able to keep it and get it out and play it quickly. Yes. I don't want to have to... And frankly, when we were going through those counter sheets, it took a good 45 minutes to get well, set up the first time. And that was it. Setting up the first one wasn't that bad. Yeah. We played a second scenario yep. from Bloody That's Omaha, what I meant, yep. And it was this big D-Day landing thing. Very cool. Yeah. But also, that was an absolute pain to set up mm -hmm. because it uses some of the base stuff, some of this yep. stuff, and it does not differentiate between the two. It doesn't, no. doesn't point you with that. And do you remember the setup diagrams where they're so small? Yeah, it was hard to see. So that was that, that was another complaint. That was the I other had. issue that I already had is yeah. that like the setup diagrams that they have are pictorial, and I appreciate Too that small. in an order of battle, but like, boy, is it difficult to see you, when you, when you, tiny little edges of the counters are what's important and, for the colors. And you would need a magnifying glass, frankly, to be able to properly yeah. use those I was having diagrams. a hard time yep. with it, let alone other people. But yeah, the, the Bloody Omaha was, is a battle pack that I got as part of that Big Red One. Um, it, this was very fun, totally different style of combat on the open beach. You had tank traps, you had uh, sea walls, there were, you had Bangalore to torpedoes that I was trying to run up to the wall and, and blow, blow a hole, a hole through it. And then drive up. Oh. You know, landing craft that appeared staggeringly like over a certain amount of time. And then frankly, the German player was up on the heights with these machine gun <laughs> machine nests guns, and artillery pieces, artillery and, pieces and it was, 
you know, I, I lost one or two men every time because that <laughs> artillery gun was so powerful and had a range of four or five squares. Yeah. So this, I had to kind of get this game dispersed. This up to its name. Yeah. That's for sure. Very different feeling, and I actually really appreciated that. We, we had that simple experience with the first yeah, one. Yeah, and, and hedgerows. We got this out, and it was a longer game. It was a little more involved. A lot more frustrating, particularly for the Americans. Oh, so but, difficult. But it was very cool. Like, I, I enjoyed what it was trying to do. And I think upon a second play of that, we, it would have been totally You would have placed your gun differently. Yes, that we learned a lot, that's for sure. Therefore, I would have moved my people a little differently. Just very interesting. Um, the other thing about that landing wave thing was I could only, I think it was seven or eight points worth of men. Seven at most, on and, the big ones. And most of the men are two to three. So you had two or three, maybe four guys able to come on each wave, and that's not a lot of people. No. Not and, when you're trying to cover a great... And you're up against the clock. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a hard scenario, Very but it should be, right? I mean, I, Bloody Omaha... You're gonna call it bloody Omaha. I don't want it to be if it's a cakewalk. Simple. You've made a bad game. Um, but I did like the battle pack system because it gave some variety, added some extra or different types of missions, in addition to the basic. How many? Does it say how many missions it added? Well, it had. Let me see. I don't know if it says because I was. This had about eight or ten boards. I, I, yeah, and we I only used like four of them. Like, look at this little guy. There was, I yeah. cannot tell you how much stuff was in this oh, box alone. Oh, a ton of stuff. I was like almost annoyed at how many punch boards were in it. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is so much. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. So at, at worst, you get really good value with how much is yep. in this and how much you can replay that. And once again, you can play through the scenarios. Yeah. Or you can play this as a skirmish game mm -hmm. where you have, I'm going to get 150 points and I'm going to build gonna, this. Yep. You, and... and then it's like the sky's the limit for you. And, and, and there's everything, right? There's tanks, there's tank destroyers, there's aircraft, there's big guns, landing craft. All, all I mean, sorts of weapon teams, bazookas, yeah. flamethrowers. You had the Rifle engineers team. for the Bangalore yep. torpedoes, In, snipers. You had heroes. You, you know, yeah. our, our heroes never really came into it, I didn't think, that much. But they were there, yeah. and they typically had better stats. And yeah, I, think my, I think my German hero could, like, attack twice or something Got stupid. It. He was a sniper or something. He could yeah. just get people across the board. But the combat system, very simple. It's a combination of, you know, a factor that you need to overcome, kind of a defense number. Typically that's three or four, maybe a five if they're behind Some terrain. a wall. And, and then you've got a six-sided dice you roll and you're looking for a five or a six. Add your little modifiers to it yep. if you've got any. And, and oop, I hit you. I, I flip your counter over. If the counter didn't have a reduced side, eliminated. And some of the counters were. They were just single uh, yeah. hits. And, and so very simple, very fast playing. I think they do have bigger scenarios, but I, I really enjoyed this. And, and frankly, I want to get to the Battle for Can stuff because it's brand new. This is... Well, and that's got all the British in it as well. It does. So appreciate. lots of... I think I have three boxes of that. <laughs> I will do an unboxing video for that because this was older, um, just kind of a reprint and a reboxing, but I'll do an unboxing for that. I would like to play that uh, as well. And we have the Pacific. I backed the Pacific. Is that 2024? Uh, it's it's like March of 2024, okay. but, but it has, I mean, it has three or four boxes as well. And it, 
Is it just U.S. and Japanese, or does it also have other stuff? You know, I, I don't know that I can remember. <laughs> I'm sure they have Anzac uh, uh, or yeah. British. I'm, I'm sure they do. Um, but overall, I, I've been impressed by this system. I, I've been impressed by the rule books. Even yep. though it's a French translation, I thought it was fairly clear. Well, and frankly, I would expect it to be. Okay. Because this is... Like, it's gone through a number of revisions in Aranta, and when we bought this, this wasn't the first edition of it. Sure, so I, sure. I, you know, companies that don't respond to that kind of feedback, not great. Yeah. But they did, they've done a good job. I felt it was very easy to kind of pick up and learn. And yeah. there's a lot of symbols uh, yep. and numbers in it, and it's generally pretty easy to kind of, like, remember those, even if you're like, sure. oh, what does that mean? Well, your number's right there. Yeah. But I had a good time with this. I enjoyed playing it, and and I think that's the hallmark of a good game, right? Would I, yes. would I immediately want to play it again? Yes. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> and, and we did. And then I think we just ran out of time. Yes. Um, or we would have probably played again. But look for more from this uh, on this Absolutely. from us. I, I know we'll take Battle for Can through its paces, and then definitely next year when the Pacific shows up, we'll we'll run it. You know, I looked at the Stalingrad as well. Um, oh. I think they also did a Warhammer 40,000 themed version of this. Oh, okay. I, I'm almost 100% positive that's it. But yeah, the Stalingrad one, people are like, it's amazing. Well, it's, it, it just looks cool. The, the art, I like the art style. I really do. I think it's they've pulpy, done a good job. It's pulpy fun, and fun. It's yeah. not light. Not, yeah. Um, but yeah, really good product. I think I enjoyed it significantly. Definitely would play it again. Um, Does it have... Hmm. I have, don't know if is there a solo module to it. There is. I, I have a like box I that's a solo. Like I have not explored that. No, but people are going to ask. Oh yeah, and I I, I felt like I'd remembered yeah, seeing it, that. It was an add-on. You had to add it on. It, it's it's a box with some charts, some tables. I think it has some cards in it and outlines how you can play it solo. Because that way, if you want, you know, if you don't want to sit there and paint all the tanks and men like I've done, like a crazy person, yeah. you can buy this box, and this is tabletop miniatures feel in yeah. a box. More than a lot of other games that claim to have done that. Yeah, well, well. And, and here I'll just show you some of the counters. Um, we, yeah. I mean, they're really great. Like, here's one of the leaders. The, the other cool thing I thought about the, like, like, this is a leader, and you'll notice he's a ranger, but he has this window here. And that window is for equipment. A special ability. A, a special ability. So it, there's a lot of variability to these things and what you can, uh, can and can't do. The other thing I, I liked is, for instance, here's one of the formation. Uh, so you have these little formations sitting in front of you. And you, might, you might have three or four. And you're going to actually have who these guys are so you understand who the leader is, how many command stars he has, and then what different abilities that these guys have. It's it's very well done. There you can see the little... Yeah, so, so this is what they inherently have in there, and that is absolutely tiny. And yeah. then you're going to go and find your support squad that has three units there in you it, go. which is also... And so very tiny. That's just... Like, I struggled with being able to... Yeah. Okay, this little guy, what does the counter of him look like? Right. That's my only real beef with the game, is that that was kind of a pain. Well, and here, here's a look at a, this is a Thunderbolt, so it's an aircraft. In and our, th those are a bit more abstract. Yeah, Fockwolf, you know, yeah, very cool. These are things that you can, and you can see there, that's worth 60 points. So that's not a cheap asset no. to have. Um, 
but if you do the free build, you can you can build your own army that way. The other thing I really enjoyed about the uh, uh, the system was you had the different little pieces of equipment. You know, you, you had yeah. different guns, pistols, grenades. It's very customizable. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I could kind of load out my guys how I wanted, and that was kind of unique and interesting. I think some of my guys, if I'm trying to remember, had a sticky bomb um, when we had the tanks, mm -hmm. and that was kind of cool. I had a flamethrower, never got to use it because the scenario ended pretty quickly. But, you know, there's a lot of that customization and variability in the different types of units that you've got. I, I think they've done a great job um, really making this a, a very replayable game. No, oh, so. this is infinitely replayable, that's for sure. But it's also a really good value. You yeah. obviously don't have to get all of it. No. If you were to just buy just this core box for the price that you're going to pay for that, uh, you're going to get your money's worth out of it. Yeah. I mean, in the same way that you would out of like a Commands and Colors game or something like that, there's, there's probably more, honestly, in this yeah. than those. There's so much to it. And if you like tactical games, this is a game that I think you're going to like. So we had a good time with it. Yes. So, uh, Heroes of Normandy Big Red 1 Edition from Devil Pig Games. Check it out if this is something you're interested in. You will see more of this in the future. Films. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get it back to the table and then get the other Battle for Cannes stuff back or on the table. But uh, appreciate you tuning in. I'm Alexander from theplayersaid.com. And I'm Grant.